Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Friday edition of the Bill Bunkley Show. As always, I am delighted to have you with us on this beautiful, sunny afternoon. And uh, it's the weekend of the Masters. And for those of you that uh, are golf aficionados, you know that this is the weekend of weekend. Hopefully it's going to be a a good round of golf, and we're looking forward to um, peeking in during the weekend as well. Well, we got uh, some things to talk about this afternoon because uh, it's Friday. And coming up a little bit later on uh, the second hour of the Bill Bunkley Show, just to remind you that we're going to have a chance to talk with uh, Paul Assay. He's with Focus on the Family. And we're going to talk about that new sitcom, that new old sitcom, 30 years ago. Those of you who are old enough to understand what I'm saying, you might remember Roseanne. She's back. And oh, by the way, for those of you, and I didn't really know this because I didn't watch Roseanne a great deal. I Maybe I just watched it once. I don't know how many times I watched it back 30 years ago. But uh, do you know what happened to her husband? Well, guess what? They're calling it the zombie show because not only is Roseanne back, but her husband is back. And so we'll have a chance to talk with the Paul say about that and the phenomenon that now the second week of the Roseanne show is uh, producing all across the land. So that's uh, first up uh, in our 5 o'clock hour. And then we'll have Ben Kaiser is going to be joining us. We have all sorts of movies that uh, we want to talk about today, including Chappaquiddick. And uh, Chappaquiddick might be one you might want to catch because if you think you knew everything about Chappaquiddick, I don't know if you do, and this is a pretty revealing story. And it's also a story that uh, there was some heavy-duty folks on the left and including using some of their influences in Hollywood to to try and discourage this movie from never being made and some of the actors from starring in it. So we'll have a chance to talk with that uh, with our friends at Movie Guide. But I want to tell you, we are down. We are so close right now, and I'm talking about food for the poor. If you will... uh, just indulge me for just a moment. Do you know what it's like to be like just right there? We are right there, but we're not there. We are 20 children away. Think about that. We are just 20 children away from crossing that finish line, crossing the victory, being able to lean in as you cross giving all the glory and honor and praise uh, for my part uh, to the Lord. I'm a Christ follower. But right now, I'm going to ask you, could you, um, would you stand with me? And I know we've asked you the last couple of days, and thank you so much because uh, uh, we were at uh, 400 kids. Then uh, first of the week, we um, had accommodated, uh, you know, uh, what, down to 370, and now we're at 380. We only have uh, 20 to go. 
And just imagine that uh, if, uh, well, if four of you just took three children, um, three children would get us, um, uh, in other words, three children apiece times four individuals, uh, that uh, is going to help us get us halfway there. I just need you to pick up the phone right now and say, you know what, I'll take a child. And remember, if we get 20 callers right now, just take a child, just a one-time gift of $50. And uh, we're going to be providing food for a year and water for a life. And so I hope you'll stand with me. I hope that uh, uh, in all of these campaigns, most people won't get involved. We understand that. But maybe you will. And those of you who have a a true heart for uh, what I think America is all about, what conservatism is all about, what the Christian spirit is all about, and you know, for conservatives, it's it's what we talk about. It's a non-government agency. Uh, that is going directly to people who will support them. And uh, instead of um, having anything to do with the border conflict uh, and that group of people and what's the headlines in the news today on our southwestern border, no, we're talking about going to the areas where these people live and showing them the love of America, showing them the heart of America, showing them the generosity of America. So if you would like to um, help us to get to these tr- uh, 20 children, could you call right now at 855-353-4673? That's eight. Excuse me. That is 855-353-4673. Or go right now to letstalkfaith.com. That's letstalkfaith.com. You can also give secure online right there. Well, there's uh, trouble brewing in the headlines today. What I mean by that is that uh, it seems like the immigration uh, policy of this country uh, is uh, getting to uh, sort of a boiling point, and that's because our U.S. Justice Department has announced a zero, a zero tolerance policy on illegal border crossings. And um, what's going to be happening with that is, is that uh, as the the president is clearly uh, stepping up uh, his game in terms of uh, what he promised to do during the uh, presidential election. Um, anybody who's attempting to come into the U.S. illegally um, is going to be um, apprehended. Uh, National Guard troops are going to be moved to support-only roles. Let me repeat. The National Guard, uh, under the authority of the individual states, not under the authority and command in the field of the federal government, it's under the individual states. They are going to be providing backup for our Border Patrol and doing a lot of the things, um, things behind the scenes, uh, staffing, stocking uh, of supplies, also aerial, uh, some of the drones that are going to be flying, probably some uh, reconnaissance missions from some of the guard units uh, tracking the illegals as they are moving to the U.S. border. Uh, they're going to be playing a, a role in the support aspects of uh, this particular activity. According to Attorney General Jeff Sessions, the situation at our southwest border is unacceptable. Congress has failed to pass effective legislation that serves the national interest, that closes dangerous loopholes and fully funds a wall along our southern border. And uh, they are now calling this, the Attorney General is calling it a crisis, and I think that is um, noteworthy. And uh, they are also going to be uh, escalating Uh, the effort to prosecute those who uh, come across illegally. 
The uh, Trump administration, according to Fox News, says the number of attempted border crossings has increased by 203% since March of 2017. I can tell you, 200% in the last year, uh, under the watch of uh, President Trump, I'm telling you what, I don't think that he's going to be a happy camper and tolerate that for any length of time. So he's uh, going into action, what he does uh, so often. And he's going to be, uh, he has assigned a proclamation, of course, for those National Guard, two to four thousand, two hundred to four, two thousand to four thousand members of the Guard are going to be heading to the border. So now, as we look at uh, what's happening here, we know we've got this caravan of more than a thousand people who have been coming up from Central America. Uh, apparently, this is um, a demonstration that is done annually, so this isn't the first time uh, this has happened. But, of course, Trump is leaning on Mexico uh, in holding the uh, NAFTA agreement, the North America Free Trade Agreement, over Mexico's head. And uh, he's threatening to end that if Mexico doesn't intervene uh, with these uh, these folks that are in this uh, huge line that's moving toward the United States. And he wants uh, Mexico to uh, take care of that problem long before they get to the United States of America. So, um, you know, I, just a couple thoughts on this, and that is it is amazing to me, and, and I want to give you an example. My wife works for one of the major airlines, legacy airlines, legacy carriers, and uh, we've done a lot of traveling. I have never traveled to a foreign country. I've never gotten off the airplane. And I've never just had someone tell me, come this way, here's the exit, pick up your bags, we'll see you later. Now, if anybody has had that experience, I want you to call me. Uh, And I know the phone's not going to ring because we just don't do that. No country lets anybody just arrive and come, you know, sashaying on in. But yet, think about what we're really saying by some on the left in this country. People ought to just come here. They ought to come here illegally, and we ought to embrace them with open arms. Well, it's been a while since I stated my policy, but let me state my policy. I believe that the United States, as well as any other sovereign nation, has the right to determine who's coming in and who's going out. Now, the going out part of it is just make sure that you haven't committed some sort of crime or some sort of injustice that is covered under applicable law, uh, because certainly if someone has not done anything, you're free to leave. But I don't think you're free to come in. I don't think you're free to just uh, act like uh, you're here, and now... What has really been amazing is a lot of these folks believe that because they've been told this, that they have a special set of rights. As an illegal, I have some rights here, and I have a right. I don't know whether they think they have a right to Social Security or they have a right to Medicare or Medicaid or whatever it is. And with all due respect, I say you don't have a right. Now, let me tell you, I think the government has a right to have a secure border, and to return people back who are here illegally. Now, for those that are here and have made it across or those who have been here, now let me tell you, you know, 
It's the government to sort out the law. And where the compassion comes in, for those of you that are Christ followers, if you are a church, if you are following Scripture, uh, the Bible makes it clear that um, people who are, are, are many of the faith, we are to help those among us, whether they are from here or if they're foreigners. So understand that I wholeheartedly support once people are here in an undocumented status, I support those ministries that are trying to help those people while they're here. But at the same time, it's a dual role from what your government has, and that is what they're here to do. But um, there's going to be a showdown at the border. It's probably going to get uh, a little sticky, a little messy, and so we'll have to uh, watch how this thing unfolds in the days ahead. Now, when I come back, I want to bring it back to our Florida update. And um, when I see a story like this, I just have to uh, shake my head and I have to just wonder um, how this how this could even happen. When I come back, I want to talk about something that happened in Polk County. That's right, in Grady Judd's Polk County. Now, it's not a reflection on him. It's just the fact that in Polk County, we've got a student, student that's 14 years of age, and wait till I tell you about the gun he brought to school because he wanted to feel powerful and he wanted to feel cool. And also, we come back from break, wait till you find out what school it was. And I got to tell you, this talk show host is just shaking my head and a very foolish motive and a very foolish decision. We've got a young boy, 14 years of age, that uh, has done something just absolutely idiotic. And uh, he's in jail right now. I'll tell you that in a moment. And as we are in fear for safety on our school campuses, this is a story you don't want to miss. I'm Bill Bunkley. Let's take a quick timeout. More of my show in a moment. I'll be right back. At Mr. Sparky, our skilled electricians can help fix any electrical problem. From breaker boxes to home surge protectors, we'll get your life back to normal faster. Call Mr. Sparky today and get $50 off any repair. You don't have to put up with any malarkey. Call 888-8-SPARKY. Limitations and restrictions may apply. Each location is an independently owned and operated franchise of Mr. Sparky. Each license respectively in their state or county. Windshields are all about safety, and so is Autoglass America. If your windshield is damaged and you have comprehensive insurance, we'll install a premium quality replacement with a lifetime warranty at no cost to you. We'll buy back your damaged windshield for up to $100 cash on the spot and come to you with free mobile service. Keep your family safe. Call us today. Remember, if it's chipped or cracked, we'll buy it back. 813-96-GLASS. That's 813-96-GLASS. Autoglass America. You could bring a friend to Christ over bacon and eggs. Dan Schock here. It's time for the 48th annual Tampa Bay Leadership Prayer Breakfast. This is your chance to bring people within your sphere of influence to hear the gospel over breakfast. As Heisman Trophy winner Danny Werfel shares his story. 
Invite a friend who needs Jesus to the Tampa Bay Leadership Prayer Breakfast. We'd love to see you April 13th at the Florida State Fairgrounds. Register today at tampabayprayer.com. That's tampabayprayer.com. Sunday mornings at 9, join Rabbi Stephen Weiler for Heart of Messiah. If you are arrogant, remember that it is not you who supports the root, but the root who supports you. In verse 20 and 21, it says to the Christians, don't be arrogant. If God didn't spare Jewish people for unbelief, why would he spare you? Heart of Messiah, Sunday mornings at 9 on Faith Talk, AM 570 and online at letstalkfaith.com. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here reminding you just 20 youngsters left. And if you can uh, help us get across the finish line for food for the poor, your gift right now of $50 tax deductible is going to feed a malnourished child for a year and provide water for a lifetime. And here's that phone number if you'd like to stand with me this afternoon. That's 855-353-4673. That's 855-353-4673. Or go to letstalkfaith.com. And uh, remember, somebody may just want to uh, get to the neighborhood of $1,000. If somebody would just like to take care of these 20 kids, we can knock it out right now. But uh, I am praying that um, during this show, we'll be able to um, finish the uh, assignment and uh, cross the finish line knowing that uh, we have been very generous reaching out to 20 children to make it a total of 400 on this beautiful Friday afternoon. Well... This is my annual report on what's going to be happening in the hurricane season. Not looking real good here on the home front. And, of course, the Tampa Bay Times lead story on the front page above the fold. Their um, headline says, Storm Outlook Sees No Let Up. Subtitle, Forecasters Expect an Above Average Season with Three Major Hurricanes This Year. That's just delightful news on this Friday afternoon. But, um... Uh, According to Joss Solomon with the Times, he writes that the conditions are ripe for an above-average number of hurricanes this year. And uh, this comes to us from Colorado State University. You know, I've always wondered, Mike, you know, why is it that uh, we have to rely on Colorado State University, who may be up in that mile-high status, why do we have to rely on Colorado State? Whatever happened to, how about this, how about, University of Miami. I mean, that might be a good pick. You know what I mean? And we can come home here. We've got uh, great work at the University of South Florida. Uh, and, of course, they have campuses that are impacted on uh, the coastlines, both uh, uh, in St. Petersburg as well as in Sarasota. Uh, but, no. I mean, what, you know what that means is? Somebody at Colorado State, now I don't have any proof on this, and it's not worth uh, and worthy of the research, but I bet you Colorado State University does this work because somebody was bright enough to write up a proposal to get a grant from the federal government, and, uh, you know, they brought they brought the bacon home for Colorado State University, and so way out there, only because I just flew through Denver and I was in Utah uh, a few weeks ago on a family vacation, the big family vacation of two and a half days, by the way. <laughs> um, anyway, Colorado State University predicts 14 named storms. Seven hurricanes and three major hurricanes, packing sustained winds of at least 111 miles per hour. A typical season sees uh, 12 named storms and 6.5 hurricanes and two majors. 
Now, I want to wait and see. I want my money's worth. I want to see what a six-and-a-half hurricane looks like. I'm just asking. Just asking the question. Um, I think I would use the term averaging out to seven, not six-and-a-half. But, uh, hey, I'm not Colorado State University. Maybe because they don't have to live through these things. They don't have to worry about uh, being uh, totally communicative here. And by the way, I'm just having fun. I'm sure Colorado State University is a fine institution. Um, now, here's the deal. Now, this is this is where I can make my own prediction. Listen to this. Now, an active season does not mean that any particular location will get hit. But it raises the chances. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Florida has uh, suffered direct hits from hurricanes two years in a row. And another strong season would suggest the Atlantic Ocean remains in a period of hyperactivity. But I like the part was now we got some major ones. Now I can't tell you where they're going to go. We got some major ones. Now again, you know it's good to know that we've got a more active season than not. But um, you know, nonetheless, it remains interesting. Now, the the Colorado State Department of Atmospheric Science, get this, tropical meteorology projects forecast i guarantee you they got a they got a federal grant i mean i bet you they got a million two three four million dollars to do hurricane predicting from the mile high uh border of uh, colorado now this is the moment i want to say to you you too can search to see what kind of federal research is out there and you too can uh buy a book from uh, barnes and nobles go online amazon pick it up from the library you too can learn how to fill out a uh, a form to request a federal grant, and you too can get a few million dollars to uh, you know to tell us uh, you know how many mouse traps uh, it takes to kill two field mice uh, you know that are eating the radiator hoses at a certain radio station's parking lot, uh, and so maybe you too can make some money uh, on some of these studies. I am having a great time this afternoon. Even though I'm the only one, and now I got Mike going here. Um, anyway, um, the project's forecast released yesterday calls for 70 days during which a named storm will be present. Now, wait a minute. 70 days. I think the hurricane season is like four months, right? Something like that, probably. So, yep, sometime during half of the season, there's going to there's gonna be... <laughs> Sometime during the half of the season, uh, there's going to be a named storm. 30 hurricane days and seven major hurricane days. Medium season, see about 60 named storms. 21 hurricane days and four major hurricanes. Now, are you clear on that now? Do you understand exactly what our risk is right here in West Central Florida? Did that, did that kind of help you, up, help you out here? Boy, this is interesting. All right, so it starts June the 1st. June, July, August, September, October. It's either October or November. I think it's October. I got four fingers. Couldn't do it in my head, but I I, I did I did the touch test, you know. You know, if we start in June, uh, July, August, September, October. So 70 days. Boy, that's, they're even saying more than half. There's going to be a major storm, and it's going to hit somewhere we don't know where. I am excited, and what what is interesting is is that this you know they could have had a very short thing. Hey, storm outlook sees no let up. Let it go with that. Looks like we're going to have some some extra storms. 
the rest of this data is not helping me and it's not helping you and it took up almost uh, well it took up three quarters of a column oh here we go I was wrong I have besmirched Colorado State University the hurricane season begins on June the 1st it ends on November the 30th so July August September October November okay five months average of 30 days that's uh, 300 that's 150 days right and 70. So now we're just half, 70 is half of 150. Now I've just given you the hurricane forecast for 2018, and you have no idea how to use that data, and I just want to make sure that you knew that I don't know how to use that data data either, other than the fact that uh, I'll watch them when they start coming across, okay? Okay. Coming up in a moment, uh, we've had a little fun here over the last uh, few moments uh, on our annual hurricane report but i'm going to get serious in a moment because um here when you hear this story and maybe you've heard it because it's out already this is exactly what you don't want your youngsters doing and wait till you find out what this young lad decided that he wanted to bring to school because he wanted to be cool and for goodness sake wait till you hear the school that he brought it to all that more to go monthly show. But first, let's check in with SRN News. And when I come back, I'll let the cat the bag. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Stocks took sharp losses today after President Trump ordered the government to consider a bigger set of tariffs on goods imported from China. That soaked up investor fears of a possible trade dispute that could get out of hand. The Dow Jones Industrial Average was down by 572 points. The Nasdaq gave up 161, and the S&P 500 was off by 58. When it comes to the economy, the White House insists that President Trump is focused on the big picture and not concerned about a few temporary Fluctuations. The president today also defending his policies on possible tariffs, saying it's time that the U.S. stood up to China. U.S. employers added a modest 103,000 jobs in March. That's after several months of bigger gains, though the government's jobs report suggests the labor market remains healthy. The unemployment rate remained at 4.1%. That's a 17-year low. This is SRN News. The Bitcoin bubble has popped, but the fact is the underlying technology behind Bitcoin and cryptocurrency is the most revolutionary breakthrough since the Internet. Do you remember what happened after the Internet bubble? Yeah, now it's a multi-trillion dollar per year industry. This will be no different. And because this bubble has already popped, this is the time to buy low. Investment bankers and wealthy investors are just starting to take this thing seriously. And you should, too. A long-term investment in Bitcoin, Ethereum, Litecoin, or Ripple could turbocharge your portfolio and change your life. Call Noble Bitcoin to get your free guide to investing in Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies with your IRA and 401k. Just call 800-687-5405 and leave your email on the 24-7 voicemail to get Noble Bitcoin's free guide to investing in Bitcoin with your 
IRA and 401k. Call 800-687-5405. Leave your name and email on the voicemail and we'll send your report right away. That's 800-687-5405. Bill Bunkley here for my friends at EDI Travel. If you're a pastor of a church or a leader of an organization who has ever dreamed about leading a trip to the Holy Land, be sure to consult with the professionals at EDI Travel. Just named again for the third year in a row, the very best Holy Land tour company by TripAdvisor. EDI Travel will start with what your group wants to see and customize your own very special tour. All-inclusive tour packages are EDI's specialty. The price for your trip covers everything. Flights, ground transportation, accommodations, tax, tips, and admissions, leaving you and your group with no surprises. Whether your group is first-time or returning travelers, they are the professionals who make the experience great for everyone. Set your sights on Jerusalem, Nazareth, Bethlehem, the Sea of Galilee, the Jordan River, and much, much more. Call now to get your EDI trip planned today at 727-460-1225. That's 727-460-1225. Who's happy to be at the game today? You know who's not happy? Your buddy Pete, stuck at home doing the laundry with his wife, who loves soap operas. Pete should have taken advantage of Sun Country Cleaner's wash, dry, and fold service. With 38 convenient locations in Tampa Bay and delivery, Pete could be here, dealing with overtime at the ballpark instead of dealing with an overflowing hamper. Sun Country Cleaners, let us do the laundry while you do life. Online at suncountrycleaners.com. Saturday afternoons at 4.30, join Pastor John Couch for This Day in the Word. He says, if you really want to run hard after me, lay everything on your altar and put your Isaac on the altar and back away and say, God, this is your deal. This is for your praise and your glory, man. I'm all about you. I'm in. This Day in the Word with Pastor John Couch, Saturday afternoons at 4.30 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com. back on a more serious subject if you've been uh, with us uh, during the Friday edition of the Bill Bunkley Show. Before we get to that, uh, especially for those listening on our answer stations, but this is really for everybody. Um, you know that uh, we have a very large umbrella that uh, has to do with Salem Media. And uh, not only do we have uh, all of our radio stations, uh, you know, we have all the major markets. Uh, we have uh, Faith Talk stations. We have a Christian faith, Christian Christian teaching and talk stations. I should correct myself. We've got our answer stations, which is conservative. Uh, we've got our biz station, which is the biz. We've got our Spanish Christian teaching and talk stations, um, and we've got our music um, uh, stations uh, all across the country. And did you know when you go to uh, a lot of the websites, you know, town hall, etc. They're all part of Salem. I mean, we are the largest uh, conservative footprint uh, all across America, all across America, and I'm proud to be um, a part of the team here. But uh, under that umbrella is also Regnery Publishing, and we're proud of our friends at Regnery because of the great job they do. And I'm also proud because my one of my colleagues, our national talk show host, uh, Dennis Prager, uh, probably one of the most philosophical members of our team, who, uh, when you tune in each weekday from 12 to 3 on our answer stations, you know that he's uh, he's very paced, very thoughtful in his delivery and uh, his thought process. And, uh, you know, he's the 
the founder of Prager University. Uh, he is a not only a, a great uh, syndicated radio talk show host, but he's an author, and uh, he's now written a brand new book, and it is published by whom other whom other than Regnery. So right now we're going to give you an opportunity to remind you that you can go to our websites right now to win this new book. Yeah, the book is called The Rational Bible, Exodus. In The Rational Bible, Dennis Prager provides an entirely reason-based, verse-by-verse-by-verse explanation of the book of Exodus. Dennis is uh, doing a great job in his book as he demonstrates why the Bible remains profoundly relevant in the time of the chaos that we face. Now, you can enter to win by going to am860theanswer.com. One of five copies will be given away. Or you can go to am930theanswer, either one. When you land on the page, click on the contest menu uh, there uh, and uh, register to win, uh, to put your name to register to win one of these books. And it is a beautiful bound book. I mean, it's a, they're doing a good, good job. And by the way, all the way up until April 30th, you can go back uh, again and again and again, and you can uh, file uh, each day to give you an opportunity to uh, win this uh, this great book. So go right now to AM860, The Answer, AM930, The Answer, and increase your chances to win. Well, when I saw this story, in light of um, what we have seen in Parkland, and uh, I think about all the influences on young people today, particularly through social media and also through, you know, the Internet. Listen to this story. This story comes to us by way of um, WFLA News. Um, earlier today, for those of you who live in Winter Haven, pay attention because this is in your neighborhood. We've got a 14-year-old little boy. Now, why is that important to me? Well, I've got a youngster. Um, he's going to be 13 uh, in a few months here, right before Christmas. And so maybe he's a year and a half, uh, two years younger. But I want you to focus in. I'm talking about a 14-year-old young man. This 14-year-old boy brought a gun, brought ammunition, brought two knives, and this is this is a very unacceptable version of show and tell, okay? This is not what you want to bring to school for show and tell. But he did it, and you know why he did it? Now think about this. He wanted to feel powerful. And you know that's very profound because that is a main reason, that is a main motivator behind a lot of this this carnage that we see in America today when people take innocent lives. It's holding power. It's holding over sway. Taking some someone's innocent life because you got a gun, you got a knife, you got a baseball bat, a hammer, whatever it is. But you, and especially when we look at a lot of what's happening in domestic battery today, the other reason this 14-year-old wanted to bring this to school because he wanted to be cool. Now think about who you're lining up with if you want to be cool. Who says they're bringing a gun and knives and a magazine, I should say a clip, not a magazine, excuse me, Jose, 
a clip uh, to school. And uh, and you know why you're doing it? Are you ready for this? You know where you got the idea for this one? Listening to rap music. Now, I don't think we've uh, pointed out, rap, uh, you know, rap music a lot on my program. Because I usually go straight to the video games and to the Hollywood movies, etc., and the influences on the Internet. We're talking about rap music. Now, here is the real kicker. And by the way, a shout-out to uh, the men and women of the Winter Haven Police Department. I know that area well. Well, That's where Tony's uh, father-in-law lived for many years. I've traveled to um, uh, that area, Auburndale, uh, on many, many occasions. So they get a call about 2 o'clock. This was Wednesday afternoon. They get a call at 2 o'clock. Any idea what school they were uh, dispatched to? Are you ready for this? Winter Haven Christian School. Winter Haven Christian School. What is up with a 14-year-old going to a Christian school with a gun, a clip, a couple of knives, because whatever worldview he thinks he's pursuing, he wants to be cool. How many people, how many kids at a Christian? Now, I know kids' reaction is going to be, if he shows something like that, well, wow, ooh, wow. But, I mean, let's think about it. What's wrong with this picture? First of all, it's not cool to take it to any school, but, I, you know, I'm kind of blown away that this kid thinks that he wants, he wants to gain some traction here by taking it to the Christian school. Thanks to school officials, um, they sort of learned about this, and he had uh, he had the gun, the knives, uh, he had it in his backpack, and he had his backpack. Uh, when they when they were able to figure this all out, they got the backpack. It was in his locker room. Well, the school officials had taken it out of the backpack, and uh, they actually, by the time the police arrived, they had it back uh, inside the uh, principal's office area. And um, let, me, let me just be a little more more descriptive here. Um, inside the backpack, you know, they had two knives. One was a butterfly knife, and the other was, um, and I'm not so sure, what is the SOG brand folding pocket knife? The picture looks pretty scary, I can tell you that. Now, are you ready for this? He had a Kimmel AP9 semi-automatic pistol, and he had a clip with 11 rounds in it. Now, I know that not everybody is up to date on the headlines of the day, but uh, how in the world can a 14-year-old, just weeks after Parkland, and by the way, we have Columbine. You know, we've got a lot of other examples out there. Shady Hook. What What in the world gets in the mind of a 12-year-old to bring this stuff to school, much less to get into it? Oh, by the way, um, these were his father's gun, his father's ammunition, his father's knives. Um. But no, the youngster said, uh, 
Hey, man, I've been recently listening to rap music, and I wanted to bring the gun to feel powerful and cool. Parents, I I hope this is a wake-up call. First of all, this is one of those stories that people will scan and move on. And why they move on? Because we don't have the carnage. We don't have the blood. Nobody got hurt. Now, that's kind of sick and cynical in and of itself. This is a good story. This is a good story because uh, as this thing unfolded, the authorities functioned the way they should function, and um, the, this boy was um, you know, identified, and they, and they took the stuff. Now, I want to make it clear. Never did this young boy, I want to make sure I give at least a little, little credit where credit's due, he never made any threats. He never pointed it or never was showing any aggression. He just wanted to bring it to school one day to look cool. Well, can I share something with you? And maybe this is something you might want to share with your son, your daughter, your grandson, your granddaughter, your niece, your nephew. Do you know what the price tag of cool is? Any idea what price tag for cool? How about price tag for powerful? And you know what, before I, before I share this, it's a lesson for adults, too. Think about what, what happens in road rage or every couple of days we got somebody else getting plugged outside of a bar. Okay, well, you're going to go to the bar in the middle of the night and the way life is today? I mean, keep in mind, if you're out after hours in these nightclub areas, you know, people are getting shot and killed. Not just once in a while. I mean, it's the deal. So... Okay, you want to go out, you want to drink and drive, you want to go out and do a little, um, you know, um, road rage? Well, how about a 14-year-old? Well, this youngster was taken into custody and booked into the Polk County Detention for Juvenile Justice. Are you listening? He was charged with one count of possession of a firearm on school grounds, and I can tell you, Last legislative season, I mean, we, we, we are very serious about guns on school grounds. That's a third-degree felony, folks. He's got not one, but two counts of possession of a weapon on school grounds. That would be two knives. And by the way, he just picked up a couple of other felony charges. That's a third-degree felony as well. So I wonder how cool and powerful he's feeling today. And I also wonder about how his parents are processing that, that somehow their son decided to take dad's weapons to school because he wanted to feel cool and powerful. And I wonder if they're even spending any time, like I suggest we should be monitoring video games, uh, YouTube, uh, movies. I wonder if this, with this youngster being so much into rap music, I wonder if his parents are paying attention to the lyrics of the rap music that made him want to feel cool and powerful. Well, according to the Winter Haven Police Chief Charlie Bird, listen carefully, this is a quote. This should hopefully serve as a warning to any student who think it's cool to carry a weapon, especially on school grounds. There is absolutely no room for cool. It involves any sort of weapon in a school with the recent events country has endured close quote and that'll tell you what there's some advice there so anyway thank you winter haven police department thank you for the polk county schools tragedy averted for the bill monthly show in a moment don't go away i'll be right back
stuck in an expensive timeshare contract and feel like there's no way out? I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO of Wesley Financial Group. I've helped thousands of people get rid of their timeshares. I didn't realize what I was getting into. The whole thing was just a scam. I finally found information on Chuck, and he agreed to meet us. It was just a wonderful experience because uh, he knows that business inside out, and he actually wanted to solve our problem. I fought the largest timeshare company in federal court, and yes, I won. Whether you owe ten dollars to $250,000 on your timeshare, we can help cancel your mortgage. When you're approved as a client, I guarantee you a 100% success rate. We'll get you out of your timeshare eliminate your payments, and get them off of your back permanently. And we proudly hold an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. Call Wesley Financial Group now for your free consultation at 800-786-9300. That's 800-786-9300. 800-786-9300. The best Christian music to brighten your day. Messages that inspire hope, life, and spiritual transformation from the nation's leading Christian teachers and a safe place for you to grow in your faith. Sound like something you could use? Visit ChristianRadio.com. ChristianRadio.com is a place you can find hope when it seems there is none. Now, all of your favorite Christian radio stations can go with you wherever you go. Join us online and on your mobile app at ChristianRadio.com. Imagine not eating for days and not knowing when or if you'll ever eat again. That's the grim reality for poor families in Haiti. Odette doesn't know when she'll be able to feed her family again. She and her husband, Jerome, care for their two grandchildren after the death of their daughter. But because of their age and poor health, it's hard to find work. Odette knows that her grandchildren aren't getting enough to eat, but she has no way to find or buy food. Poor families like Odette's suffer with no hope. They have no idea how they will survive. But you can help. Today, you can provide food every day for the next year and a lifetime supply of clean, safe water through Food for the Poor. For just $50, you can ensure that Odette's grandchildren get the food and safe water they need to survive. Would you allow God to use you to save the lives of suffering children in Haiti and Guatemala? Please make your life-saving gift right now by calling 855-353-HOPE, 855-353-4673, 855-353-4673. You can also give by clicking the Give Life banner at letstalkfaith.com, 855-353-4673. I, Luke, send a message to all those that follow our Lord Jesus Christ. From the studio that brought you Risen and War Room comes Paul, Apostle of Christ. There are men, women, children that will never meet you. There must be a handwritten account of your acts. Their faith challenged an empire. Do you really know about these Christians? I am concerned with these documents. Their words change the world. Love is the only way. Paul, Apostle of Christ, starring Jim Caviezel. Rated PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. Now playing. Go to paulmovie.com. Rome, the Vatican, the Sistine Chapel. Here's your chance to see it all, including airfare and a private tour with the Pope's sweepstakes at myvaticanvacation.com. And discover the history of the Vatican in the new CNN original series, Pope, the Most Powerful Man in History, Sunday nights at 10, Eastern and Pacific. For official rules and your chance to win, log on now to myvaticanvacation.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited. Open to legal residents of 48 contiguous states in D.C. at least 18 years of age. Sweepstakes ends 415 at midnight. Odds depend on the number of entries received. Sponsored by Grace Hill Media. Weekday mornings at 9. Don't miss Moving Forward with Dr. Stephen Rummage. The good news is that Jesus Christ, God's Son, came to us when we could not come to God. And He gave Himself. He offered Himself up on the cross for our sins. Praise God for that. 
Moving Forward with Dr. Stephen Rummage. Weekday mornings at 9 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Hey, we're back on Friday afternoon, and I've got an update of uh, what I believe is the first forum between the Republican candidates for governor. Before I get to that, just a quick reminder, we are so close to the end. Could you be the one to put us over this afternoon? And I'm talking about our partnership in the spring with Food for the Poor. We're at the end of the campaign. Also, we're right at the finish line. And uh, as we're at the end of our time with Food for the Poor, until the next time that um, we just uh, get out there on our behalf, we need to finish and finish strong by taking this across the finish line. Could you help us do that this afternoon? Could you be my one? Could you be my one to help us just get this completed during my show today? You know, it means so much to me, and uh, I'm hoping that we can wrap this up on this Friday afternoon. We need 20 children. Uh, now, that's what it was a few moments ago, so I'm sure some of you have already gotten on the line to support us. But uh, my last update was 20 children, and at $50 a person, that's about $1,000 to wrap this up. Could you take uh, one or two or three or four or maybe, you know, all 20, maybe five, maybe 10? However many you can take, it is just a one-time gift of $50 for, per child. And we're going to feed them for a year. And uh, these kids are in areas where malnutrition is just absolutely rampant. Uh, and they're also in areas to where uh, food for the poor will move into a new area, whether it's uh, there in Haiti, uh, for example. And uh, as soon as they move in to take care of a new group of kids, guess what? They're going to either drop a well, if that's feasible, or they're going to put in a water filtration system because one of the most important things for uh, bringing back a community or, you know, reaching a community that's devastated with uh, malnutrition is clean drinking water. So $50 is going to take care of food for a year, water for a lifetime. Now you've heard that over the last few weeks, but uh, I'm asking you to please stand with me right now. Uh, call us. Our operators are standing by. If it's busy, just take a moment and call back. It's very simple. Just need about three or four minutes of your time. Won't take but a bit. Call 855-353-4673. That's 855-353-4673. Or you can go to our website, letstalkfaith.com, letstalkfaith.com. Click on the link for Food for the Poor. And uh, I hope that you're going to help us get across that line this afternoon. Well, as announcement is here, uh, and that is to let you know that on May 5th is going to be the uh, first opportunity for uh, the Republican candidates for governor in Florida to um, get together and go head-to-head. It's going to be happening in Orlando next month, and uh, you can mark that date for May the 5th. Now, I knew about this uh, a few days ago because my good friend John Stenberger uh, is going to be hosting this with the Florida Family uh, Policy Council, and um, it's going to be moderated by Frank Luntz. Frank Luntz, you know, the commentator, or excuse me, uh, the analyst on Fox News that crunches all the numbers. He does all the focus groups, et cetera, et cetera. Well, Frank's going to be moderating the forum. And so far, we're looking at uh, Adam Putnam and Ron DeSantis have agreed to uh, be a part of the forum. I can tell you that um, we are waiting for the coy Speaker of the Florida House, uh, Richard Corcoran. I can tell you on good authority off the record 
that uh, they're trying to get uh, the good speaker to come and uh, round out that forum as uh, major player number three. Uh, but um, uh, he says he's not ready to announce. And, of course, I'm very concerned that they're going to be scheduling this uh, this special session on gambling of all sorts of things. And that could be coming up about the same time. But I'm just telling you, um, I, I if that happens, I mean, that's going to be that's going to be ridiculous. But anyway, um, any other major Republican candidates that uh, announce between now and then, including the House Speaker Richard Corcoran, or is going to be asked to attend. So uh, I would go ahead and just uh, mark that the date on your calendar if you want to head on over to uh, Orlando on um, uh, May the 5th and um, get a chance to see how these guys do head-to-head. It's going to be a very, very interesting uh, contact contest. Well, that's going to wrap up the first hour of the Bill Bunkley Show. Reminds you that coming up in just a moment, for those of you who have uh, either watched the new revival of uh, Roseanne or were familiar with the old Roseanne 30 years ago, uh, it's been revived. And uh, coming up in just a moment at the top of the hour, we're going to have a chance to talk with uh, Paul Assay with uh, Focus on the Family about uh, Roseanne. And we're going to have uh, his analysis as uh, some are saying this is the, the zombies raised from the dead. And so we'll have some fun with that as uh, we look at the impact it's having not only on the evening Tuesday night lineup, but also for the ABC television network. Then we're going to head out uh, from Colorado Springs, Colorado. We'll head west to uh, California. We'll get on the Hollywood beat with Ben Kaiser with Movie Guide. And we've got uh, several movies that have opened up, and we're going to talk about those. We're also going to drill down and tell you why Chappaquiddick might be uh, one you might want to put on your radar to see this weekend. A lot of things about what the Kennedy family did when uh, Ted Kennedy uh, drove off that bridge in Chappaquiddick with that young lady that was in the car. Uh, He got out. um, She didn't. And a lot of mystery surrounding that. So we'll have that discussion coming up in a moment. For those of you listening on our answer station, Jay Sekulow's coming up in just a moment, and he'll have uh, some of the national headlines from D.C. Then we'll also have on uh, AM, excuse me, AM um, 1380, The Biz, the Consumer Quarterback Show's coming up in just a moment. But for those of you that want to follow me along for hour two with the subject I just mentioned, go to AM 570, AM 910, or 102.1 FM in Lakeland. Well, I'm going to take a time out if you're leaving me. Now, I look forward to seeing you next Monday. For all others, follow me over. Who's happy to be at the game today? You know who's not happy? Your buddy Pete, stuck at home doing the laundry with his wife, who loves soap operas. Pete should have taken advantage of Sun Country Cleaner's wash, dry, and fold service. With 38 convenient locations in Tampa Bay and delivery, Pete could be here, dealing with overtime at the ballpark instead of dealing with an overflowing hamper. Sun Country Cleaners, let us do the laundry while you do life. Online at suncountrycleaners.com. 64% say that God accepts the worship 
of our religions. What is wrong with these ministers today? Don't they know the first commandment? Thou shall have no other gods before me. There's 1,600 cults out there right now. Every one of them denies Jesus. You're not going to get to heaven that way. Jack Vanapie presents the stunning truth about Bible prophecy. Join the Vanapies this week. Sunday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk 570, FM 102.1 and AM 910. Faith Talk 570, WTBN, Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. Yet another volatile day on Wall Street as fears of a trade war and disappointing job numbers send stocks reeling again. Despite the stock market's recent decline, White House Press Secretary Sarah Sanders says the U.S. economy remains strong. The actions of the president have certainly strengthened our economy. We've created almost 3 million new jobs. We've gotten regulation out of the way. We've provided tax cuts for American individuals and companies. At the close of trading today, the Dow Jones Industrial Average was down by 572 points. Caterpillar dropped 3.5 percent, the most on the Dow. Caterpillar and other industrial companies rely heavily on overseas sales and could suffer if commerce is curtailed by rising trade barriers. The S&P 500 fell 58 points, or 2.2 percent, to 2604. The Nasdaq Composite Index dropped 161 points, or 2.3 percent, to 69.15. Facebook users are getting more bad news. We don't sell data ever. We do not give personal data to advertisers. But Facebook's number two executive, Sheryl Sandberg, says there could be more data breaches, like the one that compromised the private information of millions of users. We're doing an investigation. We're going to do audits. And yes, we think it's possible. That's why we're doing the audit. How did this happen? What we weren't focused enough on was protecting, because that same data that you enable to use social experiences can also be misused. Sandberg was on NBC's Today Show. I'm Rita Foley. The United States is punishing dozens of Russian oligarchs and government officials with sanctions that take direct aim at President Vladimir Putin's inner circle. The move comes as President Donald Trump's administration tries to show he's not afraid to take tough action against Moscow. Seven Russian tycoons are being targeted, along with 17 officials and a dozen Russian companies. More on these stories at Town Hall. Confused by all the talk about a good night's sleep? There's a lot of new mattress companies, but they're all missing something. They're missing expertise. Introducing Tomorrow, the new mattress and sleep system from Serta Simmons Bedding. Tomorrow is great sleep, delivered right to your door. Learn to love your bed. Use promo code HAPPY1 at TomorrowSleep.com for $200 off when spending $500 or more at TomorrowSleep.com. What the hell happened last night? It was an accident. One of America's greatest cover-ups is now a major motion picture. That body holds a lot of secrets. Those can be the difference between guilt and innocence. Critics are calling Chappaquiddick tense, scrupulous, suspenseful. Moses had a tempo. I have Chappaquiddick. Relentless and edge-of-your-seat absorbing. Moses had a tempo, but he never left a girl at the bottom of the Red Sea. Chappaquiddick. Rated PG-13 for thematic material, disturbing images, some strong language, and historical smoking. Now playing. 
A law being crafted in New York might protect workers from after-hours email. Does the boss ever send you late-night emails, then pitch a fit when you don't answer at once? Under a proposed law taking shape in New York City, that would be illegal. The bill's council sponsor, Rafael Espinal, says he was inspired by a law that took effect last year in France. His would bar private employers from demanding workers return off-hour communications for non-emergencies or face a fine of $250. The proposal still faces a lot of hurdles in a city that claims never to sleep. For instance, both doctors and ad agencies have emergencies. Would the law treat them the same? Committee hearings are expected in June. Warren Levinson, New York. Best Buy is warning that some of its customers' payment information may have been compromised in a data breach. Best Buy says it will directly contact any affected customers and they will not be liable for fraudulent charges. It will also offer free credit monitoring for anyone affected by the breach. News and analysis at townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. One of the most wanted mafia fugitives in Italy has been arrested in the southern region of Calabria. The police say that Giuseppe Pelle had been hiding with his associates in a house in the remote village of Condofuri in southern Italy. Fifty officers took part in an overnight raid on the property. Reports say that Mr Pelle surrendered without resistance. He'd been wanted in connection with mafia crimes and suspected drug trafficking. The network he's alleged to run, the Indrangheta, plays a dominant role in the cocaine trade between South America and Europe. BBC correspondent James Reynolds reporting from Rome. Cecil Taylor, the visionary pianist who revolutionized jazz by launching the free jazz movement in the late 1950s, died Thursday at his home in Brooklyn. He was 89. Taylor was seen as both a groundbreaking and uncompromising artist. More on these stories at townhall.com. This hour of the Bill Bunkley Show is sponsored in part by EDI Travel. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll-free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around are the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Hey, we're back for the second hour of the Bill Bunkley Show. And as always, I'm very much looking forward to our conversations uh, during the next hour or so. First up is going to be uh, a good conversation with our friends at Focus on the Family. And we're going to be talking with uh, Paul Assay, of course, who is the senior associate editor for Focus on the families plugged in. Roseanne certainly has been a very interesting phenomenon. 30 years after the sitcom uh, was uh, first on television, it's uh, come back and come back to huge success. And we'll have a chance to talk with uh, Paula Say to find out exactly why everybody's raving about Roseanne. Then we'll head on out from Colorado Springs, Colorado to uh, California. Ben Kaiser will be at the helm for Movie Guide. 
And uh, we're going to be talking about some great movies. We're going to be talking about God's Not Dead, A Light in the Darkness, The Miracle Season, which some of you saw in our free screening on Monday. That's opening. Chappaquiddick. I guarantee you most of you have no idea about the true story of Chappaquiddick. And those of you on an adrenaline rush or like to have those adrenaline rushes, A Quiet Place, all those movies we'll talk about. Plus, you will not even understand what a success I can only imagine has become. We'll talk about that on today's program with Bill with uh, Ben Kaiser. I'm Bill Bunkley. More of the Bill Bunkley Show coming up in a moment. Glad to have you on board. Don't touch that dial because I'll be looking for you right back and right here. Here's Dr. Robert Jeffers with today's Pathway Minute. They said, King, we believe our God is able to deliver us, and if he wants to, he'll deliver us out of your hands. But even if he chooses not to deliver us, we are still going to obey him. Ladies and gentlemen, that is faith. I'm so tired of these prosperity preachers on TV. They think faith is believing God's going to do what I want him to do. And if I just believe it hard enough and say it loud enough, I can force God's hand to do what I want to do. That's not faith. That's presumption. Ladies and gentlemen, faith is not believing God is going to do what I want him to do. Faith is the resolve to obey what God wants me to do regardless of what he does in my life. That's what faith is. Obedience to God in spite of the circumstances. Today's Pathway Minute is provided by your station and Pathway to Victory. To hear the Bible teaching of Dr. Robert Jeffress, go to ptv.org. The Upper Pinellas County Ministerial Alliance, along with area churches and community organizations, presents Look Up Clearwater, an amazing musical event. Look Up Clearwater is a music festival filling two city blocks on two stages to bring together congregations from all over Tampa Bay for fellowship, worship, and musical entertainment in downtown Clearwater. The event is free and open to everyone. That's Look Up Clearwater from 4 p.m. to 9 p.m. on April 14th. Learn more at lookupclearwater.com. John Van Pay, pastor and author of the new book, Marathon Faith. Surrendering your life to Jesus is the greatest decision you'll ever make. But that's just the starting line. Many of us begin our spiritual races of following Jesus with unrealistic expectations that hinder us from crossing the finish line. Every faith journey encounters obstacles. Just open the Bible. And my new book, Marathon Faith, Motivation from the Greatest Endurance Runners of the Bible, I write about how men and women of faith overcame obstacles and how you can do the same. Along with scriptural references, I include my own life experiences about endurance running. When things get tough, let God help you endure your race so you too can finish well. Order your copy of author John Van Pay's compelling new book, Marathon Faith, Motivation from the Greatest Endurance Runners of the Bible, at Amazon and at barnesandnoble.com. I'm Professor Burke from the University of Farmers, where we whittle agents' intellects into pointy, sharp utensils, and this is a pop quiz. What is the best way to save on insurance if you own a car and a house? Should you A, sit down with a farmer's agent to combine your policies into a delightful savings sandwich, or B, keep separate policies? The answer, A, talk to us and pass the mail. We are insurance. We are farmers. Bum, ba, dum, bum, 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 bum. Oh. 
Call a farmer's agent to see how you can save on auto and home insurance. Find your local agent at Farmers.com. Weekday mornings at 6. Join Pastor Steve Kreloff for Verse by Verse. I want you to know that the Bible does reveal enough truth about suffering in terms of general principles that help us put a great deal of our suffering in perspective. Listen to Verse by Verse with Pastor Steve Kreloff, weekday mornings at 6 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com. We're back on this Friday afternoon, as as uh, the case here on the Bill Bunkley Show is. I always look forward to our last hour of the week because it's a chance to uh, have a conversation with our great friends that focus on the family. And coming up in uh, just a bit, we'll also head out to California for our weekly conversation with uh, Movie Guide. But this afternoon, Paul Assay is with us. He's the senior associate for Focus's Plugged In. And uh, today we're going to have some fun. Uh, because he's been writing for Plugged In since way back in 2007. Oh, and he oh. loves superheroes, right, Paul? <laughs> you got it. And uh, finding God in all those unexpected places. And that's why uh, he wrote the book, um, God on the Streets of Gotham. In addition, Paul has written several other books, including his brand newest, Burning Bush 2.0. So you better be Googling that pretty quick. Uh, when Paul's not reviewing TV shows and movies for Plugged In, he hikes with his wife, Wendy, runs marathons, and his now-grown kids. You can follow him at Assay, at Assay Paul. It's A-S-A-Y Paul. And I tell you what, I love Plugged In, and I love all of what you do to, to help uh, steer the nation. Good to have you back with us. Well, it's always good to talk with you. Always good. So, yeah, it's a crazy entertainment world out there. So we just try to keep people as uh, as abreast of everything as we can. Well, I got to tell you, and we're going to talk about something that's uh, pretty much of a buzz. And now we've got, I believe, the second episode, if I'm correct, in the can. And uh, well, I'll tell you what, ABC uh, is getting a, a little bit of a... Uh, of a plug on Plugged In, the fact that uh, this is a, a little bit of a conservative sitcom, which has, uh, of course, those on the left probably gone apoplectic, but uh, Roseanne is back. And uh, boy, I tell you what, let's just dive into it. Uh, tell us about Roseanne. I understand the ratings have been just uh, just unbelievably out of the roof. Talk about this. Yeah. Yeah, no. Is it Back to the Future? (laughs) Well, it really feels that way. And and, and frankly, I mean, it's sort of a trend that we've seen on TV for a while now. I mean, nostalgia old shows are just saturating TV now everywhere, it seems like. We're seeing American Idol back, MacGyver back, Hawaii Five-O back. It's just everywhere you turn, literally on your your TV dial, you're seeing something. And uh, Roseanne showed up a couple weeks ago. Um, Obviously, it was a hugely popular show way back when um they thought they'd bring it back see if anyone was still interested in it. and boy 
it seems like there were some people who were interested. 25 million people watched the uh, the opening show, uh, mm. which is really astounding. When you when you look at the media world today, it's so fragmented. There are so many channels, so many options. Um, to get 25 million people to watch something, that's almost unheard of in this media environment, to be honest with you. Mm. Now, I've been – I want to drill down more about what the episodes were all about, but um... – the first week, I think uh, the media was stunned. Yeah. The second week, uh, then I've seen a couple of stories like, well, you really don't know it, but Trump is really getting slammed. It's it's a reverse psychology deal. So uh, <laughs> I'm sure you've seen some of those as well. Yeah. Uh, you're the expert. Uh, what's happening here? What What is the real deal? Is, is Roseanne connecting? Is it giving a voice uh, to a whole segment of America, maybe close to half of America, that doesn't get uh, you know their team any kind of traction when it comes to sitcoms or the American conversation? Just, just what yeah. is it? Yeah, no, I, and I think that's a big appeal, appeal of the show. I think that, that Roseanne, even in its first iteration, one of the things that, that I think really drew people to it was that it felt it felt real. It felt a little more blue-collar than a lot of the more aspirational shows that were on TV than The Cosby Show and Family Ties and that type of thing. Um, Roseanne, for a lot of its fans, felt real. It felt like a family that looked like theirs. Um, and you see that again in this new iteration. Um, this is a... It's a, it's a blue-collar show. As you alluded to, it has a, a conservative bent, which is really um, unusual, I think, in today's media environment. You know, the very first episode actually dealt with Roseanne's um, tension with her with her sister over over who they voted for. And while they never actually name names, it's pretty clear that Roseanne is a Trump backer. Um, she and, and because of that, I think that it's drawn a lot of attention, and 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 rightfully so. It's a it's a pretty pretty unusual thing to see on TV today. And I do think that you're right, Bill, where, where what you see in Roseanne, I think that part of the appeal is that you have a huge swath of the country has been in some ways underserved. There's not a lot of, of television made for, for folks who, who have blue-collar jobs who might lean a little more conservative. Um, there's, there's a deep hunger. That's the Trump voters. For, <laughs> well, absolutely, I, and I think that I think that you really have, and I, I think that you see this actually over and over again. Where I think that that the people who sometimes create this content, they don't understand necessarily what a, what a huge swath of America is really interested in. And so, when you have these elements that that come out, or the, the Roseans that sort of pop out of the woodwork. There's a certain surprise that they do as well as they do, but I think that, that what it really just speaks to is that there's a there's a lot of people out there who are who have been looking for something that looks a little more like they do, and that's what Razam provides. One note to, to, to mention, and I would be remiss if, if I did not, you know, Roseanne, although it is definitely right-leaning, it is not a perfect show. Uh, the original Roseanne had dealt with a lot of hot-button issues, mm. and this one does too. Um, it can be crass, and you do have um, a character on the show, one of Roseanne's grandkids, is sort of experimenting, uh, questioning his gender, and so you have these elements where, you know, he, he wears makeup, and he paints his nails, and that type of stuff, so you have the those elements that make it 
a difficult one for, for just families to flip on without thinking about it. Mm. Now, that's why you need to go to PluggedIn.com. That's PluggedIn.com, P-L-U-G-G-E-D-I-N.com, because, of course, that's part of the ministry at Focus on the Family. And uh, my guest today, Paul Assay, of course, uh, is the editor for Focus on the Family's Plugged In, and um, associate editor, I should say. And so... You, you, you need I almost understand. got a promotion there. I was pretty excited. But. Yeah, well, I, I was yeah, I was kind of bouncing around my thoughts here, so I, I, so I wanted to correct myself so I wouldn't be in your HR department next week uh, <laughs> in the PC world that we live in. But um, you want to do that at PluggedIn.com because uh, Paul is, is commenting all the time about uh, all forms of entertainment. And, of course, you hear him on air here. Uh, on our Fate Talk stations, and it's it's just a very special privilege to have him with us here this afternoon. Now, now the idea is, and to get to catch your latest take on this, uh, you've certainly taken off on the zombie theme because not only with Roseanne sort of rising from the ashes, but uh, I guess Dan is back as well. Correct? Yes, he is. He is back. <laughs> I thought he died. <laughs> And I think a lot of people did as well. It's really interesting what Roseanne did. Um, as for those who aren't familiar with the with the first uh, incarnation of this show, in season nine they had a whole bunch of really strange things happen. Uh, Roseanne and her family they won the lottery it seemed, and so they were just swimming in money. And then in the very last episode, it was revealed that they didn't win the lottery at all. It was Roseanne's uh, way of dealing with the death of her husband, Dan. And, and and so all of a sudden, at the very end of the show, everything is completely chaotic. Um, what this new iteration of the show did, it essentially kind of wiped the slate clean from that entire last season. It pretended that it didn't exist at all. And you do have some some sort of winks and nods in the direction that, of course, they did have a season nine. You know, Dan will actually talk about, why in the world does everybody think that I'm dead? You know, these these little winks to, to what happened. But essentially, they just, they just pretty much pretend that it never even happened. Mm. Let's talk about uh, there's a phenomenon here, and this isn't just even though we you mentioned, Paul, about American Idol. Absolutely true. But the timeline of reverting back to American Idol is certainly not like reverting back to what, 30 years ago sure. with uh, with Roseanne. Now, it's I'm kind of thinking out loud because, you know, the older I get, you know, you go to a lot of our mainline churches. Uh, good churches, and you know, you, you'll see there's a little, little, lot of the silver-haired folks in the crowd. So <laughs> yeah. you keep thinking, well, I mean, we got to reach out to the young people. So then, Dr. Billy Graham dies. Okay, so as we're looking at some of the flashbacks to the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association, you see, at most of his rallies, it was older people with silver hair there. So it's kind of this phenomenon. So having said that, you've got these older baby boomers who certainly know who Roseanne was. Are they the only ones watching or are they the catalyst? Just how has this thing really taken on? Because 
to hit that twenty five million and to do it overnight, uh, that that there, there's just, it seems to me there's more going on. Any thoughts on that? Yeah, no, I, and I don't. I haven't seen any, and I don't think they've even broken this out yet. Exactly the demographics of who exactly is watching Roseanne, but I think that your impression is absolutely right. I mean, to get to get the kind of viewership that they did, it is. It is largely spurred on by nostalgia. You have people who remember the old show. They they remember it fondly. They remember it when they were kids watching it. They remember watching it with their own parents. They remember it when it, when it was a simpler time, when it felt like a simpler time. And so you have people who are tuning in for that reason. Um, but I do think that that as those older viewers tune in, I do think that they bring younger viewers in as well. You know, I think that, that um, families, as families have always done, are always looking for ways to spend time together. Um, and I think that, that sometimes parents want to share what they really enjoyed when they were kids with their own kids. Now, I can't make any judgments on whether Roseanne is the perfect way to do that or not, but I think that that, that that yearning to to share things with your own kids to to give them a taste of what it felt like when when they were kids i think that there's there's something kind of powerful about that and i think that that's one of the one of the interesting things about entertainment is that in some ways it can link generations to generations where where fathers can pass on their own loves of of star wars or or whatnot with their kids and and so the kids sort of grab onto that and they can embrace it. I, th- I think it's an interesting phenomenon. I think it speaks to the power that uh, that entertainment really has in our lives. Mm. Now, another aspect, and, and again, I don't know if everyone listening this afternoon has actually seen Roseanne, but I think most of us have seen uh, the reporting of it either from the Fox perspective or the CNN, MSNBC, which is usually two distinct perspectives. But um, I, I wonder if it's therapy for conservatives. The only reason why I say that is, <laughs> you, you know, um, well, it, it happens both ways. You know, if you go to Fox, they've got uh, they've got a, a few liberals here and there. Okay, the opinion gets out there, but it's usually two to one, three to one, and their talk show hosts are are, are trained to be like five to one. It's just them. Same thing when you go to, say, CNN, MSNBC, uh, maybe the networks, and that is uh, you'll have a token conservative, but by the time they've got their three or four liberals, and well, well how dare you be a Christian? Well, how dare you? What, what do you mean just a, a husband and a wife? What do you mean just man and woman? You know, um, so I, I kind of wonder that, you know, for, you know, t- not certainly Team Trump, but Team Conservative, Sure. If they do any channel surfing of news outside of Fox, they know they're always getting beat up with not an adequate rebuttal. And here you have Roseanne, who has a, a member or members of her family who are certainly on the other side of the fence, getting ready to slit their wrists because Trump was a you know elected president, <laughs> and and you have this this gal who doesn't necessarily. With it. It, 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 let me just say this: this is it could be a man or a woman. That's not what I'm trying to say. But here is this sort of a simple blue collar, you know, woman or man, and she just slaps them around with the comebacks. I mean, she she's got the answers. It's a conservative deal, and I just wonder if this is a, a little bit of therapy for some folks out there. 
Well, I think it is, and it, and and it goes back to what I said earlier. I think that I think that by and large, um, the people who tend to create. Um, entertainment for us. They tend to live in, in New York and Los Angeles. And, and of course, we know that those areas are, are predominantly left-leaning. They, they have a certain uh, – the people who create these shows, they tend to hang out with, with each other a lot. And so there, there tends to be just a lot of, of similar thought. The echo, the echo chamber. Exactly. <laughs> and so you have those, those elements where they're not necessarily trying to exclude any, anybody purposefully. Uh, but I do think that there is a lack of understanding that there are people who think differently and have good reasons for thinking differently than they do. Um, and so you have, at times, just sort of this this huge blind spot that, that some of these, these entertainment creators have. And I think that, that when you look at a show like Roseanne, when you look at its point of view, you find someone who really not only pays lip service to – you know, some conservative ideals, not only has a token character or whatnot, they really get it. Roseanne, in some of her, in some of her comebacks, which you, which you talk about, um, you're absolutely right on that. She's very sharp. She's very smart. She comes back, and I think that she speaks, um, she speaks for a lot of people out there, and when they hear her speak, they say, yeah, that's exactly right, and they haven't heard it in a sitcom mm-hmm. for a while. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I think that there there is a little bit of therapy for that. I think, and I think that it's also gratifying. Again, the show has some problems, but the show yeah. is also well written, um, and and I think that it's gratifying to find an entertaining show that still speaks to them. And I think that that's that's not to be something that can be overlooked. Let's talk a little bit um, about sponsorship. And before I do that, if you're just joining us, uh, Paula Says, my guest this afternoon, Senior Associate Editor for Focus's Plugged In. And uh, again, you can connect at PluggedIn.com. That's PluggedIn.com. And on Twitter, if you'd like to connect uh, with Paul, uh, but you could also do that through FocusOnTheFamily.com as well. You can go to at Paul. That's at A-S-A-Y-P-A-U-L. If you want to connect with uh, with Paul, now let's talk about. Got about a minute and a half left, but real quickly, uh, sponsors. We've seen uh, Laura Ingram um, just absolutely get waylaid over one comment about uh, you know which she apologized for. Uh, but you got a show like Roseanne. Uh, mm-hmm. What about sponsors? Are are you know these corporations who are trying to be PC friendly? Um, will will sponsors carry this show? Will they run from this show? What's your hunch? Yeah, you know, I, I my thought is that they will run to this show, and the reason is is that I think everyone wants to back a winner, and right now Roseanne is looking like a winner. It's getting incredible ratings. The sponsors want to be where the viewers are. Now, if something, you know, extraordinarily um, explosive happens on the show, um, that could change. But I think for the most part, people want to reach viewers. Uh, these companies want to to show viewers their products, and they want to sell them. <laughs> and and I think that the best way to do that is by following the ratings. So I I don't think that Roseanne's going to have any trouble getting sponsors. Mm. Now, will ABC itself uh, got just a few seconds left? Do you think ABC will take some hits because uh, they're going to continue on with the show? 
You know, I haven't heard anything to that effect. I think that ABC is pretty pleased again because they're they're backing a winner. I think that they've already renewed the the series for next season. Um, uh, uh, there are always some some issues that they come along with every show, but um, it's it's one of those things where I think that that because of the success of the show, it sort of inoculates um, Roseanne from from a lot of pushback. Mm. Good word. Well, this afternoon, we've sort of tried to plug you in with what's happening with this new sitcom, Roseanne. And, of course, nobody better to do that than my guest during the last few moments, who's a senior associate editor for Focus on the Families, Plugged In. That's Paul Assay. And uh, if you haven't to follow PluggedIn.com, that's PluggedIn.com. Be a good idea for you to do that. As well, as you know, Focus on the Family, which uh, airs twice daily here, Monday through Friday, and uh, all of our friends there. And, uh, again, uh, Roseanne is one of those things that you just might want to watch it. Be a little cautious because there are some cultural themes that we're dealing with in, in, in the entire marketplace that are part of this. And uh, that is for you and the leader, leadership of the Lord in your life on what you want to have your family uh, watch or not watch. But with that, Paula say, as always, thanks for being with us. And uh, we look forward to the next Plugged In. Fantastic. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. God bless you. Bye. All right, uh, don't go away. Coming up next, the movie guides coming up. More of the Bill Bunkley Show. Don't go away. We'll be right back. This is the latest from SRN News. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell says some business executives have begun to express concerns to Fed officials about the impact of a possible trade war with China. In an appearance before the Economic Club of Chicago, Powell said the issue was discussed at the Fed's March meeting, but it's too early to determine what the impact will be. U.S. stocks took sharp losses after President Trump ordered the government to consider a bigger set of tariffs on goods imported from China, which could increase trade tensions between the two countries. The Dow Jones Industrial Average fell as much as 767 points before it finished with a loss of 572 points. Stocks had rallied recently as investors grew more optimistic that the countries would resolve their trade disputes without resorting to measures that could hurt the global economy. The Nasdaq was down by 161, the S&P lower by 58. This is SRN News. You could bring a friend to Christ over bacon and eggs. Dan Schock here. It's time for the 48th annual Tampa Bay Leadership Prayer Breakfast. This is your chance to bring people within your sphere of influence to hear the gospel over breakfast. As Heisman Trophy winner Danny Werfel shares his story. Invite a friend who needs Jesus to the Tampa Bay Leadership Prayer Breakfast. We'd love to see you April 13th at the Florida State Fairgrounds. Register today at tampabayprayer.com. That's tampabayprayer.com. This is Michael David from Seattle. I'm 51 years old, and six months ago, I started taking Andro 400 to increase my testosterone. Since then, I've lost 35 pounds of fat. My waist went from size 38 to size 32. I have more energy, and I look and feel 20 years younger. And now my wife tells me I have to take Andro 400. Hi, this is Ron Johnson from Utah. After 10 weeks of taking Andro 400, I lost 13 pounds, and my waist went from 36 to 33. That was eight years ago. I continue to take Andro 400, and I've maintained my weight at 172, gained muscle and energy. 
I'm 63 now and feel better than I have in 30 years. Andro 400, the natural way to increase testosterone, lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great. Try Andro 400, the safe, effective, affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. Rome, the Vatican, the Sistine Chapel. Here's your chance to see it all, including airfare and a private tour with the Pope sweepstakes at myvaticanvacation.com. And discover the history of the Vatican in the new CNN original series, Pope, the Most Powerful Man in History, Sunday nights at 10, Eastern and Pacific. For official rules and your chance to win, log on now to myvaticanvacation.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Open to legal residents of 48 contiguous states in D.C. at least 18 years of age. Sweepstakes ends 415 at midnight. Odds depend on the number of entries received. Sponsored by Grace Hill Media. If you have a damaged windshield, keep your family safe with a premium quality replacement and a lifetime warranty from Autoglass America. If you have comprehensive insurance, we'll buy back your old windshield for up to $100 cash on the spot. Come to you with free mobile service and install a new premium quality windshield all at no cost to you. Be safe. Call today for fast claims processing. Remember, we turn your broken glass into cold, hard cash. 813-96-GLASS. That's 813-96-GLASS. Autoglass America. Get ready for the next most important event that will change the world forever. Bigger than the Super Bowl, the Pro Bowl, and the famous Idaho Potato Bowl all rolled into one. It's the Pick and Roll Sports Show with Corey, the sports socialist, Seibel, and Adam, a.k.a. the Mayor, Smith. Join us as we look at the weekly sports world along with some lighthearted humor, all through the lens of faith. Yes, you can have both. That's Pick and Roll with Adam and Corey Saturday mornings at 11 on Faith Talk 570, 910, and FM 102.1. Four. Faith Talk welcomes pastors to our fourth annual Pastors Masters, Tuesday, April 10th at TPC Tampa Bay. You'll enjoy breakfast from Chick-fil-A, a great round of golf, and lunch after on us. It's just another way we let pastors know we care. Faith Talk's fourth annual Pastors Masters, April 10th at TPC Tampa Bay. Registration at 730 with an 830 shotgun start. Pastors register at letstalkfaith.com. Hey, we're back, and uh, boy, this is going to be a fun opportunity to uh, visit with uh, Movie Guide this week. You know why? Well, i tell you what, there's been some very phenomenal things happening with uh, the Christian films that are coming out, uh, generally coordinated with Easter. And uh, you know that uh, Movie Guide is our go-to place to just absolutely know exactly what movies we should be seeing, what movies we shouldn't be seeing. And, of course, we make those decisions because of the reviews, and uh, their reviews are stellar. And, of course, not only do they have the website at movieguide.org, they have a, a biweekly journal, and uh, we're going to talk about one of those great articles today. And uh, if you uh, also remember that once a year we have a chance to uh, – 
Uh, and we just did during Easter to see the uh, Movie Guide Awards presentation that happens a little bit earlier uh, in each calendar year. And I'm just uh, excited because uh, Ben Kaiser's with us today. I understand uh, uh, Dr. Bear is uh, having a tough assignment uh, over across the pond and, and uh, over the Atlantic because he's having to do a little speaking engagements here and there. But uh, uh, we'll pray for his safe travel as well. But, Ben, it's always good to have you with us. It's always good to be with you, Bill. All right, I tell you what, God's Not Dead, A Light in the Darkness, the third installment of this series, and uh, you've, uh, you you seem to uh, be uh, pretty high on this one. Let's talk about it. I really like this one because it's a very different tone than the other two movies. The, uh, God's Not Dead 1 and 2 had a very specific feel and sort of plot, and this one, it focuses on Pastor Dave, who uh, is played by David A.R. White. And if you've seen the previous movies, uh, uh, you'll, you'll remember him. And Pastor Dave, he's having a tough time. He he just got out of jail because the government was trying to force him to release his sermons over. He was saying that was unconstitutional, and, and he won, and they let him go. But now the community is divided because uh, uh, he, he's really sparked this this uh, division uh, about religious liberty and people uh, angry that his church, St. James Church, is on a public school uh, uh, university. And uh, it, the outrage gets to the point where accidentally his church, uh, an explosion happens in the basement, and he loses his church. And then the school decides that they're going to uh, practice eminent domain, and they're going to take away Pastor Dave's church. So, so all of a sudden, he's left with nothing, and he kind of goes on this this uh, media and legal battle uh, against the school. And he enlists his atheist uh, brother, played by John Corbett, to help him fight this legal battle. And it really reflects a divided society that that is just throwing verbal attacks and bombs, and no one's really listening. And it gets to the point where he sees that. Uh, that no unity and no uh, uh, redemption and reconciliation com- can come through this war. And uh, he's got a really interesting arc from beginning to end. So that the message in the end is one of unity, is one of peace, gospel reconciliation. And it's actually a really beautiful, relevant message uh, for today. I, I don't know if, it, I mean, just watching the news and social media, like there's a lot of division in the world. And I think this movie can really inspire a lot of people to, you know, put down their arms a little bit and maybe listen and have actual discussions that aren't, aren't ones that are uh, attacking, uh, uh, you know, individuals or attacking friends or family. So it's, it's a great message. It's full of faith. Uh, and it, it is fairly, uh, uh, you know, uh, free of any objectionable content. We gave it a plus one and a four stars for quality. Uh, the only things to watch out for is there's some, you know, light violence. There's an explosion and, and someone does end up dying. So there is some uh, heavier themes in the movie, but uh, I think a lot of uh, uh, old, uh, younger teenagers and above will enjoy God's Not Dead, A Light and Darkness. I have to totally, totally agree with Ben Kaiser, and it's interesting because, um, and we're going to circle back uh, toward the end of our uh, discussion today about, uh, I can only imagine, but I can only imagine really was a connecting point for folks who um, uh, possibly had some disconnects in their own family. And so, 
you had uh, that very important message with, uh, of course, direction from uh, from the Bible in terms of, of the principles that are at play there. And then you've got God's Not Dead, this, this light in the darkness where it's true. I mean, um, a lot of people are shouting at each other in our culture, uh, depending on uh, what, what cable news program that you look at, because uh, everybody picks up their talking points every night. I mean, everybody, you know, Joe the plumber, uh, Fred the drywall guy, uh, and that is uh, if you're conservative, well, you get your talking points from Fox. If you're if you're liberal, it could be either CNN or MSNBC. And then what we do is nobody listens. We just shout over everyone. Now I'm not giving you a spoiler alert, but when you talk about you know these two movies speaking to relevant things in our lives today, I want to tell you especially. If uh, you have teenagers or college students and, uh, you know, they were raised in a Christian home and then now they're they're kind of out there, maybe this would be helpful for both sides to know that uh, a little less shouting, a little le- less assuming where the other is coming from, um, you know what, uh, we might be able to find some ways to uh, connect. And so, again, God's Not Dead, A Light in the Darkness comes in with uh, four stars. The, the most that you can get in quality, and content is plus one. Well, next up, uh, you know, we had a chance to talk yesterday with the real father of uh, the young lady who passed away in uh, in the, the movie that's now uh, very much on the focus of, uh, of America, and it's the miracle season. And so with that, Ben Kaiser, tell us a little bit about this one. Yeah, this is a, just a classic sports movie that I think a lot of people will love. You know, we watch a lot of movies that infuse faith with football and faith with baseball, but this one's high school volleyball, which we don't get to see as much. And it takes place in Iowa, which is uh, uh, the neighbor state to where I'm from, Nebraska. So I definitely, you know, relate to the, the right. Midwest culture of this one. And uh, it's a really touching story because it's about this, this school, high school, and they are uh, the state champions. Okay, and they finish on a high note, and they're going to try to do the unthinkable, and they're going to win two years in a row, except uh, uh, some, something really tragic happens, and the uh, team captain, her name's uh, Caroline, she passes away in an accident, and uh, the team is completely distraught. The town is, is distraught, and they have to come together as a team, and they, uh, 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 the coach elects this uh, young girl, Kelly, to be the new team captain. So she has to bring this team together. They have to fight through through the the grief and and do the impossible do the miracle and try to win without their best player and it's a really touching story and it's also one of faith because the the father of the young girl that passed away is really struggling with his with his anger towards god and and what to do next but he really comes to uh, uh to terms with it in the end and starts to count his blessings and i i'm sure you guys spoke in depth with him uh uh, as you mentioned, and uh, it really is a beautiful thing to see his arc in the story and how they honor his daughter. Mm. And uh, it's really well done and it's entertaining. It's a lot of fun to watch. So again, this is a four-star movie. There's not really any objectionable content. We gave it a plus two for acceptability. I think there was maybe one uh, light of profanity where uh, uh, someone said uh, OMG, uh, but for the most part, it is um, it, it is really clean moving.
It's a great one. Of course, uh, some of you who are listening today had a chance to join us uh, Monday at the AMC 24 at West Shore. We had an exclusive uh, showing for our listeners here uh, at the San Lombardo Network. And so um, hopefully you are telling all your friends because that's what it's designed to be when you get a chance to come out and get uh, that free initial showing. And uh, this is uh, for those of you who are not into golf this weekend because it is the Masters. Of course, I'll be glued to the TV set. But uh, uh, for those of you who are the non-golfers, maybe this is alternative, uh, and it is sports, but uh, it isn't just a sports story. The Miracle Season, coming in from Movie Guide, a quality four stars, content plus two. Well, the next up is uh, certainly for those of you that followed issues. And uh, several years ago, there was a big, big story, a tragic story coming out of a of uh, Chappaquiddick, and it was a story about uh, Senator Edward Ted Kennedy and uh, the young lady who actually drowned uh, uh, one evening there. And, um, you know, the uh, the whole dynasty of the Kennedys and how the media and the press has sort of dealt with the Kennedys through the years, uh, well, maybe you didn't understand everything that was part of the of the facts trail when it came to Chappaquiddick. Well, that movie is being released as well. Ben Kaiser, what are your thoughts about this one? Yeah, this, this is a this is quite the thriller, and it's actually shocking that it even got made because, uh, as you said, it's about uh, Ted Kennedy in 1969. Uh, he was driving a, a young woman in a car, a young woman who wasn't his wife. And uh, the car uh, drove off into the water, and he bailed out of the car but left her in the car for uh, a, a good hour, I believe, before she, she finally drowned. And, and it's all the corruption mm. that takes place afterwards and the, and the lies and the fake alibis and, and the political teams that are trying to keep Ted uh, you know, uh, out of jail. And it's a it's a really fascinating movie. Very well done. It's it's one of those uh, one of the best political corruption movies you'll see out there. And uh, we actually published an article uh, just yesterday uh, from the uh, distributor CEO and the producer of the movie that said a lot of people in high places told them not to make this movie because, as you said, it really shows the uh, uh the corruption uh, uh behind uh, uh a lot of the, the political party the democratic the democratic party to be specifically uh to be specific and even some of the stars of the movie who are liberals themselves were shocked that a lot of the news media did not want to talk That's about right. the movie so the new york times uh the uh, some a lot of the late night hosts just did not want to address this movie and these were like liberals themselves that were shocked and uh, it, it's a really well done movie. It's not it's not for the young young ones uh, no. because of the content. There's foul language. There's, there's some violence. It's a PG thirteen movie, and we list a lot of the content warnings in our review, so you can find out more. But that's the movie Chappaquiddick. We gave it four out of four stars and a minus one for the co- that's a caution for uh, some of the foul language and the violence. Mm. And I want to tell you, it'll be the eye-opener, and it's not just about the Kennedy family, not just about Ted Kennedy, but I tell you, with what we're seeing in the media today, it's going to open your eyes a little bit about what's been going on for a long, long time in terms of the filters of what you get a chance to see, especially I can remember when I was a a youngster, and uh, we got the NBC Evening News, uh, we got uh, Walter Cronkite on CBS, 
And we just thought the news was the gospel until, you know, we get a little older, get a little wiser, and then we find out how it works. Well, I think you're going to have your eyes open with Chappaquiddick. By the way, these three movies, God's Not Dead, The Miracle Season, and Chappaquiddick, were only uh, scratching the surface. Go to movieguide.org, movieguide.org, and remember that if you haven't downloaded the apps, you got to download the apps because oftentimes you may hear us talk about a movie. Next thing you know, you got some time on your hands at the mall. Hey, let's go see that movie. What was that movie? Well, make sure you check Movie Guide right there on your Android or on your iPhone app to make sure that uh, the one that you thought you wanted to see and that review you thought you read is what you're going to see. You can do that with that app and also go to movieguide.org. Well, the last movie uh, probably isn't one I can speak a whole lot to, kind of a younger generation, I guess. A Quiet Place, but I guess, is it really quiet or not? Uh, I don't know much about this one, but uh, usually it's not my, my cup of tea. This is a psychological thriller, but it is a unique one because it's it's almost a silent movie. And in, in fact, in terms of the there's these creatures uh, that kind of you know take over the world, but they uh, they hunt by sound. So it's it's a family thriller about this couple and their two children, and they they pretty much live in silence and quiet, and they speak to each other in sign language, and they have to walk really quietly because if they make a sound and the creatures can find you and it's really uniquely made actually and it has a lot of interesting story uh, interesting themes about about parenting and uh you know at what length will a parent go to uh, protect their children it's, it's a deeper movie than we thought and interestingly there's also because they uh, are silent in the movie there's no foul language there's no sex there's no nudity and even the violence is pretty is, is pretty subdued it's not an r-rated uh violent movie uh, so it's kind of a, a surprising one, and it stars uh, John Krasinski and Emily Blunt, who are actually uh, married in real life. Uh, they play uh, the the married couple in the movie, and a lot of people know John Krasinski from the show The Office, where he plays uh, uh, the character Jim. So it, if you like the thriller-type movies, this might be one you want to check out. You can read the full review. It's not for people that don't you know, like some jump scares. Uh, if you avoid those <laughs> movies, avoid, avoid this one. Uh, but for some people, that is your cup of tea, and uh, it, it's rare that we get a, a, a good thriller that doesn't have lots of violence and foul language, and, and this one's much more subdued, and it's really well made. So that's four stars for A Quiet Place and a minus one uh, because of the scary elements. All right, for all of you uh, addicted uh, adrenaline junkies out there that uh, just love to pay money to get uh, scared to death, I got a movie for you right here. It's called The Quiet Place. Four stars, uh, quality, best in, best in show there, and uh, content minus one. And again, that review at movieguide.org as well. Well, let's talk about a success story. And I mentioned before at movieguide.org, not only can you get the, the, the straight scoop on how to make a good decision from a biblical worldview on movies and other entertainment venues, well, you get some great articles. And our guest today, managing editor there at uh, Movie Guide, uh, Ben Kaiser, has written uh, a great one. The movie, quote, I can only imagine becomes the highest grossing movie for its distributor. Now, I've alerted my audience uh, those first two weeks. I mean, it was pretty phenomenal for a movie that I think was in the $7 million price range. So uh looks like uh, some folks are pretty happy today. But walk us through this because this is, this is really a testimony for a Christian-oriented uh, movie. 
Now, when Roadside Attractions picked this movie up, this faith-based drama, I bet the last thing they were thinking was it was going to be their most successful movie they've ever had. Uh, the previous uh, uh, number one for Roadside was uh, Manchester by the Sea, which won some Academy Awards a couple years ago, and it had made like $47 million. And uh, I can only imagine it's about to cross $60 million, and it's it's not stopping. It's, it's still making money. Mm. So that's just the testament of, of people – you know, church-going people that show up to the movies, your listeners here that that went and supported, I can only imagine, uh, really, like, that is helping get the word out even more, and it's kind of a, a, a snowball effect where where uh, word of mouth spreads, and people see it in the headlines, and they're interested. They're like, what is that movie? And they go check it out, and their lives are transformed, and, and that's why we support movies like these, so that lives can be transformed, and I, I've heard multiple stories from people that I know personally that already family reconciliation is happening with among friends because of this movie. So I just, I want to just say uh, it's a, an encouraging thing and just, uh, uh, you know, reinforce the idea, support these faith-based movies that, that you know are good, that you know are, are well-made and really have a great gospel message to them because it does make a difference. Mm. It really is a vote for the movie. Got about a minute left, but a quick follow-up question. When a movie like this from Roadside Attractions, okay, so it was $7 million, now they're at $55 million. Of course, there's expenses in the theaters. But but the point is, um, when you have a distributor like this, do does some of this money, will they hold back in reserve for the next movie? Or does each movie stand on itself? What what happens at this point? Is it just uh, you know run to the uh, you know run to the Riviera for a year for a vacation or what? Well, I mean, it definitely depends on the contracts that the uh, production companies and directors and producers worked out with the distributor, whether they sold the movie outright or whether they're holding on to you know twenty uh, percent of the profit that comes in. I'm I'm not sure what the ins and outs are, but what will happen is they see this success. And they're going to be looking for another one. That's for sure. They're going to be looking, how can we repeat this again? And maybe they'll repeat it terribly. Maybe they'll, they'll go off and, and go in the wrong direction. That happens sometimes. But maybe they'll get it right and really uh, listen to hear what the Christian audience, the church-going audience wants, and try to repeat that. And, we, and you know those conversations are happening, both with the distributor and with the filmmakers. Absolutely. Well, we're right up against our time slot, but I want to tell you to find out more and uh, follow up. Uh, ben Kaiser, he's at movieguide.org. That's movieguide.org. They also have some great apps, uh, both for uh, the iPhone and for your Android phone. And if you haven't uh, got plugged uh, into their deal, you want to do that this afternoon. And with that, Ben Kaiser, thank you so much for being with us. Look forward to our next time together. Thank you so much, Bill. God bless you. God bless you. That'll wrap up this Friday edition of the Bill Bunkley Show. The Masters is on for this weekend. Also, Ken Witten on today's edition of Living Truth. Where do desperate people go? Part one. All of that and more coming up. Hey, it's been a great week. Hey, hope you have a very, very blessed week. And until Monday, good afternoon and God bless. Mm-hmm.